Hello family of grace, welcome to this new episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition and today's Wonder Chapter comes from Numbers Chapter 21 and let's start off with a word of prayer. My love, we want to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I thank you for the gift of love that you have given to us. I want to thank you for all the times that you have been there for us. Where we have gone wrong in our thoughts, in our actions, in our words, in what we have done and what we have failed to do. We humbly ask that you may forgive us. May send in your Holy Spirit to come and guide us and be with us in everything that we do. Build is believing and trusting in your mighty name. And that of your son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen. And let's start off with reading today's wonder chapter. When the Canaanite king of Ahad, who lived in the Negev, heard that the Israelites were coming along the road to Atharim, he attacked the Israelites and captured some of them. Then Israel made this avow to the Lord. If you will deliver this people into our hands, we will totally destroy their cities. The Lord listened to the Israelites' plea and gave the Canaanites over to them. They completely destroyed them and their towns. So the place was named Homer. They traveled from Mount Hor along the road to the river to the Red Sea to go around Edom. But the people grew impatient along the way. They spoke against God and against Moses and said, Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? There is no bread, there is no water, and we detest the miserable food. Then the Lord sent the venomous snakes among them. They beat the people and many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, We sinned when we spoke against you and the Lord. Pray that the Lord will take the snakes away from us. So Moses prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moses, Make a snake and put it on a pole. Anyone who is beaten can look at it and leave. So Moses made a bronze snake and put it on a pole. Then when anyone was beaten by a snake and looked at the bronze snake, they lived. The Israelites moved on and camped at Oboth. Then there they set out from Oboth and camped in Leh Abarim, in the wilderness that faces Moab towards the sunrise. From there, they moved on and camped in the Zerad Valley. They set out from there and camped alongside Armon, which is in the wilderness extending into the Amorite territory. The Arnon is in the border of Moab, between Moab and the Amorites. That's why the book of the Lord of Wars says, Zahab in Super and the Zavins, the Arnon and the slopes of the ravines that led to the settlement of Ar and lay along the border of Moab. From there they continued on to bear the well where the Lord said to Moses, Gather the people together and I'll give them water. Then the Israel sang this song, Spring up, O well, spring about it, about the well that the princes dug. Then the nobles of the people sank, the nobles with scepters and staffs. Then they went from the wilderness to Matana, from Matana to Nahalil, from Nahalil to Bamoth, and from Bamoth to the valley of Moab, where the top of 
Pisgah overlooks the wasteland. Israel sent messengers to say to, she, to Sishon, king of the Amorites, Let us pass through your country. We will not turn aside into your field or vineyard or drink water from any well. We will travel along the king's highway until we have passed through your ter territory. But Shihon would not let the Israelites pass through his territory. He mastered his enemy and his entire army and marched out to the wilderness against the Israelites. When he reached Jahaz, he fought with the Israel. And the Israelites, however, put him to sword and took over his land from the Arnon to the Jabbok. But only as far as the Ammonites, because the border was fortified. Israel captured all the cities of the Amorites and captured them, including Heshbon and all its surrounding settlement. Heshbon was a city of Shiphon, king of the Amorites, who had fought against the former king of Moab and taken from him all this land as far as Henon. That's why the poets say, come to Heshbon and let it be rebuilt. Let Shihon's city be restored. Fire went out of Heshbon, a blaze in the city of Shihon. It consumed all of Moab. The citizens of Aaron's Heights, woe to you, Moab. You are destroyed, people of Chemosh. He has given up his sons as fugitives and his daughters as captives to the Shihon king of the Amorites. But we have overthrown them. Hishon's domination has been destroyed all the way to Dibon. We have demolished them as far as Nofa, which extends to Medeba. As Israel settled in the land of the Amorites, after Moses had sent spies to Jezer, the Israelites captured its surrounding settlements and drove out the Amorites who were there. Then they went and went up along the road towards Bashan, and the Oji king of Bashan and his royal army marched out to meet them in battle at Adria. The Lord said to Moses, Do not be afraid of him, for I have delivered him into your hands, along with his whole army and his land. Do not do to him what you did to Shihon, king of Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon. So they struck him down together with his sons and his whole army, leaving them no survivors, and they took possessions of his land. Wow, and that is an end to today's wonder chapter. So what message do we get from today's wonder chapter? From verse 2, that's where like the first thing hit me really. Then Israel made this vow to the Lord. If you will deliver these people into our hands, we will totally destroy their cities. Now here, we see the Canaanites had taken some Israelites captive. And then the Israelites come and ask the Lord, and they make a vow to the Lord. They make a vow to the Lord that, Lord, if we deliver this people in our hands, we shall destroy them totally. And this just reminded me of the promises that we make the Lord, of the things that we tell the Lord, especially once when we want Him. So many times we tell the Lord, Lord, I mean A and B, but if you deliver me, I am not going to do it again, and I'm not going to do. You know, you know the promise that you make to the Lord, like, it's between you and your Lord. You know 
the promises that you make to the Lord, the number of promises that you have ever made to the Lord. And according to verse 3, the Lord listened to the Israelites' plea and gave the Canaanites over to them. They completely destroyed them and their towns, so that place was named Homer. We see that the Israelites fulfilled their vow. They kept their promise. They kept their vow to the Lord. And the Lord listened to them, by the way, because the Lord always listens. So as you make those vows, as you make those promises to the Lord, just remember that the Lord always listens. So do you keep your vows? How many times have you broken them? How many times? You say, Lord, A, B, C, D. But then the moment he helps you, like, that's the end. Until you need him again the next time, you don't even remember what that was. Is that the kind of life that we are living as Christians? When you go to verse 4, they traveled from Mount Hor along the road, the Red Sea, to go around Edom, but the people grew impatient along the way. The people grew impatient. They could not wait any longer. They could not trust God's process. And that's another vice that we as Christians need to desist from. Impatience. When you're so impatient, we can't wait. The Lord is telling you to wait, you wait. But for you, you have really come to conclusions that it's a no. Before even the Lord responds to you, just because he's taking his time doesn't mean that it's a no. It's not. And when you go to verse 7, we see the Lord came, the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned against the Lord when he spoke against you and him. Pray that the Lord will take the snakes away from us. Now we see the Lord had sent six serpents to the Israelite community because they were over grumbling, because they were throwing God aside. And now when they're facing our trouble, that's when they remember about the Lord. Why do you have to wait for a disaster to strike you for you to remember? about the Lord. Why? And this is so true, by the way, because most of us first wait. We wait for a disaster or something. But today, we are being challenged that why do you have to wait for until you are faced with a problem that you come to the Lord? And when you look at verses 8 to 9, we see that the Lord commands Moses to build a bronze serpent that whenever any Israel was bit by a snake looks at it, he becomes healed. And that just shows us that our God is a healer. Our God is a healer. That no matter what condition that you are in, pray. The Lord can perform miracles and it will leave you wondering. It will leave you shocked, beyond shocked. 
And when we continue to verse 24, we see Israel, however, put him to the sword and took over his land from the Arnon to Jabok, but only as far as the Ammonites. We see the Israelites taking control of that land and having a victory against Shihon, one of the greatest kings in the Bible. Why? Because they were on the Lord's team. And this just reminds us that as long as we serve the Lord, He will always be our defender. He will always be there for us. And He continuously tells us, verse 34, The Lord said to Moses, Do not be afraid for him, for I have delivered him into your hands along with his whole army and his land. Do not do to him what you did to Shihon, king of the Ammonites, who reigned in Heshbon. Do not be afraid. Like that's the message. Do not fear. The Lord is there for you. Do not. Take off some time. Read Numbers 21. What message do you get? Write to us, dailygracewithalan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram at dailygracewithalan or Twitter, dailygracewithalan. We would love to hear from you. Remember the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Oh my time, God, thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of life. One thank you for the gift of provision. Thank you for always being there for us. May you send in your Holy Spirit to come and guide us, to come and be with us in whatever that we do. Father, thank you for today's beautiful wonder chapter. We see how you have stood there for the Israelites and always reminds us that you're always there, that you're always there for us, that even if we cannot see you, we feel you, Almighty Father. We always believe in and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.